Good morning. We got to talk about the Indianapolis Colts. There's not a lot of news with the coaching search, so we're going to talk about something else. Those are five needs that the Colts have right now. Five boxes that Chris Ballard has got to check or this team is going to be in trouble in 2023. If they're able to check all five of these boxes, Colts go to the playoffs. I'll tell you exactly what they are. Trace Jackson Davis, whoop, off he goes. Another Big Ten Player of the Week award, his fourth in his career. Isn't that nice? Zakidi's had fourth this year, but Trace getting his first at the right time for the pay, for the uh, for the Hoosiers. Boy, was it a welcome sight to see him play this well three games in a row. Only two games counted for this week's award. Both the game against Illinois at Illinois and the game against Michigan State on, on Sunday afternoon. Masterpieces by Trace Jackson Davis. Now what you going to do at Minnesota tomorrow night when you go up there and play a team that won? You know what? They suck. Minnesota sucks, but they beat Ohio State at Ohio State and that's not nothing. So we'll talk about that. Pacers tonight at Gainbridge Fieldhouse. Pacers taking on the Chicago Bulls, who are one spot ahead of them in the standings. And uh, Pacers are one spot ahead of the Bulls. If the Pacers lose tonight, they fall behind the Bulls into 10th place in the Eastern Conference. And that's no good. Unless you're rooting for something other than the Pacers to win. Now, given their recent slide, there's reason to be somewhat excited about the future given this backslide. Trade deadline just two and a half weeks away. That gives you a hint of where I'm headed with that conversation. I, I think that there's some interesting things going on in media. Greg Olson says he's going to make it hard for Tom Brady to take his job in the booth for Fox Sports. Tom Brady has signed a deal with Fox. He's going to make $375 million one way or another to do something for Fox. I don't know whose job he's taken, but if he wants Greg Olson's job, I'm sorry. Greg Olson's going to lose that job. He's going to be demoted into another booth. He's really, really good. Greg Olson's terrific. However, watching an NFL game or an NBA game, Major League Baseball, whatever, are there analysts who make it more fun for you to watch? Do, does the quality of the analyst make that must-see TV for you watching those games? Interesting question. We'll talk about it. And a Rushville man hit a four-legged... This is so unbelievable. He bet five bucks on a four-legged parlay for first touchdown of the game being scored by who? He hit it. He won 73K. How about that? We'll talk about that, too. I know, guys, that my nephews play that. Who's going to score first? And, and they do it, and they try, and they try, and they hit the first two legs. They do it three-legged. They hit the first two legs all the time. This is Breakfast with Ken for Tuesday, January 24th, 2023, brought to you by the great people at BUSR. BUSR.com slash Kent. Go there. Sign up. Make your initial deposit. The initial deposit is going to be bonused by the great people at BUSR at 150% up to $2,500. That's winning without playing, and you can't beat that. Hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, ring the bell. 
You want to, when we go live, when we post a video, you want to know about it, so ring that bell. And if you want to make a donation, make a donation. We always appreciate the donations. They go directly most of the time. They go directly into prizes or they go directly into upgrading the level of the video or the audio or something associated with the show, and we appreciate them. All right, let's talk about sports, and let's talk about the, the Indianapolis Colts. I told you before five things that they've got to get. Five items on the shopping list. Don't be distracted like my wife. Oh, my God. My wife going down the aisle. Hey, pickles. No. Take your list. Buy what's on the list. No deviation from the list. Chris Ballard, no deviation from the list. You got to get a head coach. And he's got to be a dynamic, offensive genius. Look at what Shanahan has done. Kyle Shanahan has been unbelievably good for the San Francisco 49ers. Through this turmoil, a quarterback, Garoppolo gets hurt. Lance got hurt before him. Now you got Purdy. And all they do is win because this guy's a really good coach and because the rest of the roster is really, really good. Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, uh, Brandon Ayuk, all these guys. George Kittle, for the love of God, what a catch the other night. Those guys are dynamic weapons. We'll talk about those in a minute, but they've also got the coach who knows how to deploy them. You have got to get a great coach. You have got to be right in this hire, Chris Ballard, or it's ta-ta. Off to go do your job somewhere else. Look at what Brian Dable has done with the Giants. That's good. Daniel Jones was nothing before Dable and Kafka came in and kind of remade him into a very, very efficient offensive machine. Could they do the same thing here? Could Kafka do the same thing here? Interesting question. You need a dynamic rookie quarterback, and his name is not Will Levis. That's not him. It's C.J. Stroud. Go get C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud is dynamic. He's got the size. He's got the tools. He's got the accuracy. The guy who played quarterback for the Ohio State University against the University of Georgia, I want as the Colts quarterback. I'm not saying he win a Super Bowl with C.J. Stroud, but I think among the guys in this draft, he gives you the best chance. You take Levis, he's going to bury him. I'll just say that. Uh, number three, you need a dynamic number one wide receiver. Look at the teams that are left in the playoffs. Dynamic ones everywhere, right? You've got Samuel. You've got Chase. You've got, you, you got how about AJ? AJ comes up from the Titans, does the same stuff in Philly. Great for him. And, and then you've got, with the uh, 49ers, Debo, right? See, you got guys... All over, and, you know, with the Chiefs, I, I don't even know if the Chiefs need a one because they've already got a guy who makes guys ones in Patrick Mahomes. That's how valuable he is. Uh, you need, and by the way, Michael Pittman might be able to get you something in a trade that would be really, really good. I know they would like to sign him to an extension. He's coming into his last year. You're not going to franchise him. If he isn't just pot committed to be here, I don't know that you want to dig deep enough into your pocket to be able to extend Michael Pittman Jr. I just don't know whether that makes a hell of a lot of sense to extend him because he's, I think he's overachieved to this point, at least statistically. He is a good, good possession receiver. He's a good number two, really good number two. He's not number one and you cannot pay him like a number one or you're going to regret it. You got too many contracts as it is. 
paying guys here for value that's here. And then you got to have an edge. You got, I, I think you've got to find an edge. And edge guys are tough, man. They are hard to find. And it's especially going to be hard to find like at 35th in the draft. Or if you have to trade up from four, you're going to have to sacrifice that pick in the early 30s, mid 30s to, to launch yourself upwards. I don't know where you get an edge. Uh, if you're not going to bring Ngakwe back, are you sold on Hurricane Dio Odangbo? Mm, that's a tough question. I think he really made strides this year. But is he a guy who projects to get better at the level you need? And look at the, I mean, you know, look at the 49ers and the pass rush of the 49ers. Look at the Cowboys and their pass rush. Look at uh, the Eagles and their pass rush. All of these teams flat get after you. You've got to be able to put pressure on the quarterback if you're going to win in the NFL. Do the Colts have the edge guys to be able to do it? They got the DTs. They've got the defensive tackles and Grover Stewart and Forrest Buckner. But do they have edge guys who can push and, and cause havoc in the pocket? I don't think they do yet. And fifth, you need health for Shaquille Leonard and Jonathan Taylor. You get those five things. I think you've got a hell of a chance to go to the playoffs. You're not that far away. I know that, you know, where the Colts are, 4-12-1, seems like a long way away. But were the Jaguars that far away? They already had their franchise quarterback. Were the Giants that far away, a four-win team last year? Teams go from four wins to the playoffs all the time. Why not the Colts? Um, what about the I didn't say anything about the O-line, did I? I didn't. Because I don't think you do anything with it. Is Ryan Kelly going to be back? That's kind of the question. I don't know whether Ryan Kelly's going to be back. I don't know if he wants to play anymore. It's an interesting question. Whether he wants to do that. Whether his passions are sort of driving him elsewhere. He's made a lot of money. He's got all the money he's ever going to be able to spend. Does he need to play football? If he wants to play, there's a spot for him. He plays. That's fine. And you've got Nelson and you've got Smith, and you've got Ryman, and maybe you stand pat at right guard. Maybe you go get another right guard. I don't know. Uh, they sell right guard, by the way, at the CVS. If you want to get a right guard of your own, you see what I did there? Uh, but I don't know what you do about right guard, and I'm not too terribly interested in who plays right guard for the Colts. People keep screaming about right guard as though it is the hole that must be filled immediately. You people are listening to Chris Ballard way too closely, and you're taking him way too literally. Don't do it. Don't make that mistake. Uh, Trace Jackson Davis, Big Ten Player of the Week. Good for him. He averaged like 33-12-4, which is awesome, in these two games. And then you go back to the Wisconsin game, he was tremendous there. But you need to keep doing that, Trace. You need to keep playing disciplined basketball. And for God's sake, for God's sake, stop spinning as guys are doubling you and digging. Stop spinning and turning the ball over. Go hard to the hoop. And, and if it's not there, pass it out to DeMar Bates or Miller Kopp or Trey Galloway and let them rain down threes on the Golden Gophers' heads. All right, that game, by the way, Tomorrow night, and it's a late one, 9 o'clock. I don't like the late games, i got to tell you the truth. 
Pacers tonight against the Chicago Bulls at Cambridge Fieldhouse, which means, among other things, it means Chuck Swirsky is coming to town to do the radio broadcast back to Chicago. Uh, Chuck Swirsky was actually my boss when I was a sports intern at WGN. Chuck Swirsky, interesting fellow, and do you know he's never called me once? All these years I've been in Indy, he's done Bulls games, and he's never called me once and asked me out to dinner. Not a single time. I can't explain it. Uh, by the way, if the Bulls win this game, they leapfrog the Pacers in the standings. Pacers would drop to 10th in the Eastern Conference. And if they drop to 10th, oh, that makes things interesting. Because Tyrese Halliburton probably isn't going to be back for another week. He did some practicing yesterday. He was limited in practice, and that was good. But with the trade deadline coming up on February 9th, a lot of decisions to be made by Kevin Pritchard. And they are big decisions for this franchise. I think you've got to trade Miles Turner. If you don't trade Miles Turner, you're going to regret it. Because Miles Turner, I don't think, wants to stay here. And if he's not going to stay here, you've got to get something for Miles Turner. Not just the cap money that you would recover because he would sign elsewhere. He's being paid $18 million a year. You could get the $18 million in cap money. But I'd rather get the $18 million in cap money and get a draft pick or two besides. Uh, Greg Olson, he, he's saying that he is going to make it hard as at the S word for Tom Brady to take his job. I got bad news for Greg Olson. Fox has signed him to a $375 million contract. Greg Olson needs to look at his contract and see what number is on that one. And if it isn't $375 million, and it's not, then Tom Brady is going to name his job. He's going to say, this is what I want to do. And the people at Fox are going to say, you bet, Tom. That sounds great. Yeah. All right. That's what we were thinking. That's what's going to happen. And is it a three-man booth? He and Greg Olson, I think the more people in the booth, the merrier. I think the more people Tom Brady has to play off of, the better it's going to be for him. Peyton Manning understands what he's really good at, and he's really good at doing what he's doing right now with Peyton Cast. I think Tom Brady's going to know what he's good at too, and that's three-man booth. We'll see. And the question is, and I asked this in the open, are you more interested in watching an NFL game where Tony Romo or Troy Aikman or Chris Collinsworth are the, uh, the experts, are the guys in the booth? Or do you just watch the game, and whoever's calling the game, you're cool with that. Do you, have you ever watched an event? And I love Jim Nance. Jim Nance is a really nice dude, really good guy, very, very friendly. Uh, Grab my elbow, came into a room. Ah, it's, it's a long story. Came in, grabbed my elbow, and talked to me for 15 minutes. I wasn't sure he knew who I was. But I've never had a more cordial conversation in my life with anyone than I did with Jim Nance. At any rate, I just watch for the game. I want the announcers to be competent. But I don't need star power in the booth to compel me to watch an NFL game. Ever. It doesn't matter who the analyst is. And on a local level, do you watch Pacers basketball because of Quinn Buckner? Do you? Nothing against Quinn. But do you watch because of him? I, it's, he and Kristen Airy, there they are. They're perfectly nice. They're not objectionable. 
They, they do a nice job of telling us what's going on. But do you watch because of them? Probably not. You know, you, you're a Pacers fan. Do you listen to Pacers or Colts radio? Because of Matt Taylor and Rick Venturi? I love both of those guys to death. But if I'm in the car and the Colts game's on, I'm not sure who I wouldn't listen to. Tell me what the score is and what's going on with the game. Love both of those guys. Both of them have worked for me, for God's sake. I love them. But I don't know that I wouldn't listen if they weren't there. That sounds terrible. That makes me sad to say. But And, and they do a wonderful job. I mean, Matt's wonderful. And Rick, there's nobody smarter about professional football than Rick. I think Indianapolis is really lucky to have these guys doing those games. But you're in the car, you want to know what the cold score is, you turn on a Colts game. Uh, and the Rushville guy hit the four-legged parlay. That's just fantastic stuff. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? On this uh, lovely Tuesday, Wednesday, not going to be so lovely. But Ed Urban, happy birthday. Caleb Bradham celebrating a birthday up there in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Mitchell Crawford, happy birthday. The great Jake Arthur celebrating a birthday. The great Dean Metcalf of the Bob and Tom Show celebrating a birthday. The great Greg Salk. He's a grand poobah of all the intercom properties uh, Odyssey up in Chicago. And a, a better, more congenial boss I've never had. JoJo Cole celebrating a birthday. D. Weber Blair and Chase Shumway. Happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment today. Inside Indiana Sports Now, that's coming up this afternoon. And in just a couple of minutes, it's going to be time for Sterling in the Morning on WGCL Radio in Bloomington. Go to WGCLRadio.com, click to listen, and there we are. I can't wait to talk to you in a couple of minutes.